Hello and welcome to the Summary Podcast. I'm Dave Melvin, your host for this episode. I'm also the director of training for Summary. Today we're going to talk about a new class that we have in development, which is actually almost done. And with me today is Brandon Hunter, who is our developer and going to be our lead instructor for the course. Brandon is normally one of our senior instructors for the math courses, but he also teaches a number of other subjects in digital forensics. And he approached me... Uh, create and teach this class, which which uh, we're going to talk about here in just a minute. And Brandon, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, so my name is Brandon Hunter. My full-time day job, I manage the digital forensics lab for the Alaska State Troopers. And I've been doing digital forensics now in Alaska since 2007, about 16 years of experience doing this. And over that time, I seem to have encountered most every challenge, uh, worked through a number of them. I'm still facing a lot of them, but really have gotten to a point where I really like to share that information and that knowledge with other people. Uh, so people can get farther along than I've been able to get myself and not waste so much time trying to conquer some of the same challenges. Cool. So so the class that, that Brandon approached me with was a class on teaching attorneys the concepts of digital forensics, not making them an, an examiner, not going into that depth, but give them that basis of knowledge that they can use in the uh, in their cases when they go ahead and litigate them in court. So, so Brandon, what were your reasons, motivations, what drove you to to create this class? Sure. And Dave, I think what it came from is, you know, I'm very passionate about digital forensics. This is truly what I like to do. And I think I often assume that everyone understands it in the same way I do. And over the, in the course of a number of years, I realized that there are just some really key, basic, fundamental concepts that isn't really common knowledge to everybody. And if we could just get clear on those, I think we would have more effective prosecutions. Uh, people would be able to defend their clients better. The entire process would go a lot more smoother. And we wouldn't end up doing something that I really, really hate, which is sitting on the witness stand, teaching everybody about a digital forensic subject, possibly for the first time they've ever heard it. Brandon, do, is there really a need for this type of class? I mean, I've been doing forensics um, since 1999. I've been working with prosecutors, um, presenting to them digital forensics findings for cases since then. So it's been around for a long time. Do our current prosecutors, or not just prosecutors, our defense attorneys, our, our other litigators, do they actually need a class like this? Well, Dave, I, I think they're human, just like the rest of us. So their knowledge level is going to vary quite a lot. And I'm sure that you have experiences over your career, as I have had with mine, where like even really easy things like the difference between a SIM card and a micro SD card often gets lost on people. You may have the really high speed attorney on the defense or the prosecution side who 100% understands that every day of the week. And you may have someone else who doesn't really practice in this area of law very often, but that evidence has become really important to them. And they don't know the difference between the two things. And it just seems to cause confusion. And they really don't understand the value of the evidence that's sitting in front of them. So, so what do you think are some examples of, of concepts that are essential for an attorney to know um, when we talk about digital evidence and digital forensics? I think getting clear on some of the basics is a really important thing. So if we think about just the fundamentals of how devices store data, if we're not really clear on certain foundational concepts there, it's very, very difficult later to understand the role that different extraction types plays in an investigation or whether or not deleted information will be available. And that's one of the things that we're hoping to deal with in this class is making sure that we're all working from really the, the same footing. All right, so say I'm an attorney, all right? How can a digital forensic expert help me with my case? And how can I interact with them to, to improve my case using the, the evidence that they're bringing to me? 
Sure, I think it often starts with the forensic report that you've received from uh, whatever expert, either on the prosecution side, the defense side. Uh, your, your first interaction or your first even notice that one exists is often from that initial report. And depending on who wrote it, depending on the, uh, the expert's knowledge, their writing style, it may make a tremendous amount of sense to you. It may make very little sense. But somewhere in there, it may be very useful for you to re-engage with the expert and have them determine, hey, what is the significance of this evidence? Uh, what does it mean for my case? Uh, what are the strong points? What are the weak points? Uh, what can we actually prove here? Uh, have we met uh, certain standards of culpability that we need to hit for this case, or can we? And that's really where reaching back and uh, re-engaging with the expert and talking to them about it, they should fill in those gaps uh, if they're not contained you know, right within the nice, neat boundaries of that report. So, and, and this isn't just in criminal proceedings, right? This is in coverage about anything. It's not only for prosecutors, right? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, this has a, a big role in civil litigation. You know, even in my current role at the Alaska State Troopers, we still get involved in some civil litigation support, especially in property crimes. You know, uh, things like making sure that we understand the fundamentals of EXIF data could be absolutely critical critical for all attorneys, including uh, civil attorneys. You know, you may have photos that were modified in a civil litigation, and you're going to need to talk about that because it helps uh, prove something that's very significant to your case. So why don't you tell me a little bit about the actual structure of the class? How is it going to be presented? Um, what, what are you going to cover? Yeah, we're trying to take a, a ground up approach. So we want to start with those foundational concepts. So we would talk about what types of storage devices are out there, making sure we kind of understand the different generations, the size capacities, how much information they can store. And maybe if there's something key about those that, that could be you know, really important to an investigation or a case that you're working on. We want to talk a little bit about you know how data is stored and ultimately uh, what that means to us, uh, different sources of information that we should be considering, what artifacts are, what different artifacts tell us, what the limitations of some artifacts are. So we, once we understand those foundations, we can start moving into the kind of more wider world of digital evidence itself, uh, where we can start talking about how that can apply to a case, uh, the role of different uh, collection types when we're dealing with evidence and the limitations that some of those have. Uh, things that you may want to keep in mind, like when you're receiving information, what you might need to know just to handle it effectively. And then once we're done with that, then we can talk about digital forensics, which is bringing that digital evidence into the courtroom. And in that part, I really like to guide people through the entire process and understand how at any stage in the process, if things fall apart or if things go very well, either have a strong case or you have a weak case or you have something that needs a little bit of work to build it up. Outstanding. Okay, so the class itself um, is going to be available online and on demand. And, and um, so if you're interested in this, if it's something you think that either uh, if you're an attorney that you would be interested in taking, or if you are working with an attorney, whether it be a prosecutor, um, a defense attorney, or, or a civil attorney, check out our website. It's going to be probably ready for live presentation in the, in the early summer. And then we'll have on demand ready uh, later in the year. We don't have an exact name for it yet. We will hear shortly. Um, we're actually um, bouncing different names off of it. Right now, I think Brandon and I are leaning toward the essentials of digital forensics for litigation. Kind of long, um, but I think it covers what we're talking about. But uh, everybody at work right now is kind of uh, has a pool going to see what, what is going to be the actual name for the class. So once we get that, we'll post it up on the website and we'll post it up in the newsletter and let you know. But please look for this class. It's going to be outstanding. As I said, Brandon is just a phenomenal instructor. 
the way he presents concepts and other other uh, methodologies and technologies to the students is just makes it really easy to understand and, and to learn. So uh, if you get a chance, uh, sit in on one of our math classes or sit in on our, our attorney class here and you'll see exactly what I mean. So I will need to do a training pitch, otherwise my executive staff will probably get upset with me. So really quick, we have a number of classes going on this year uh, for the rest of the year. We're going to be at IASIS, uh, both myself and Steve will be at IASIS and also Brandon, Brandon will. Brandon's going to be, uh, is a course developer for IASIS and also is a, uh, one of the instructors, one of the modules. Um, I'll be uh, working on the staff behind the scenes and Steve will be teaching uh, both of our Mac courses. Um, they're at in Orlando, uh, starting actually in, in a little over a week. Um, we also have um, in law enforcement only class in Frankfort, Kentucky with the Kentucky State Police. Uh, that's in the end of May, May 22nd. We have a European online course um, that Brandon will be teaching. So it'll be on Central European time. That's always a fun one for us to teach. Brandon actually teaches it while I stay in the background and every once in a while comment on something, but that's always fun. And then we're going to have a, a course in Memphis in July, on July 17th. And if you really want to travel, you can head out to Auckland, New Zealand and attend our MFC 101 course. Um, and that's in August 14th. And then for 201, uh, again, we're teaching not 201 at ASIS, and we'll also be teaching an online 201 class in, on July 10th. Okay, uh, we have some other classes coming about where they're still in preparation mode and planning mode. Uh, just keep checking our website. And, and with that, I want to say thank you to Brandon uh, for joining me today on, on the podcast. Thank you for the class. It's going to be outstanding. I hope everybody has a good day and be safe. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah, thanks, Dave.